0: Len, tell him, you got legal problems, I've got legal answers, all kinds of legal answers, anything that's bothering you, you want to sue somebody, you want to, I don't know, sue your ex-wife because she, are you crazy, who wants to sue their ex-wife, she'll tell the court things about you, you'll be so embarrassed, I know that, your children are just grabbing from you and you want to stop it, or you've got one son who's a junkie and you have trust problems. In our practice, we do a lot of trusts in the states. We get many calls about that. You want to talk about trusts, who you should leave your stuff to? By all means, call it in, 800 996 4505. Any kind of a legal problem you've got. I've been a lawyer for a long time. We've handled thousands and thousands of calls. I was on the radio for over 20 years. Now we're doing podcasts. You got a legal problem? Call it in. Oh, by the way, if you like these podcasts, tell a friend how to do it. Well, you know, you know somebody who says, oh, I miss Lynn, but I can't listen to him. I don't know how to do it. Take five minutes and show him how to do it. It's not that hard. All right, let's start today's show. Lynn in Lake Tahoe, how come you're calling a lawyer?
1: Hi, thank you. Um, I purchased a home that was a foreclosure, and apparently 14 foster children had been living in it, and it was completely destroyed, basically. So I gutted it, remodeled it, and now it's quite a beautiful home. But they're prosecuting the husband that lived there for child, I think it's child molestation. So
0: Maybe he abuse and neglect. For, he, this guy abused and neglected, the DA says, 14 kids, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. So they, now the jury, they called me today and they want to take the jury through the house and show them. But it's a completely different home. So I have pictures of how it looked before, which is really horrible. So what I was going to do is put the pictures up on the wall so that if the jury does see it, they see that it's not this beautiful home, that the condition that it was previously in. Will that mess up the case?
0: Yes. That's my question. I, I, I admire your willingness to help, you know, the judicial system, but don't do it that way. See... You don't get to decide what evidence is going to be shown the jury. It's up to the judge and the, the prosecutor and the defense attorney have to talk about it. it. I could see a situation where the jury walks in and sees these photographs that nobody approved, and the judge could declare a mistrial. They'd be very upset. That's expensive. You don't want that. So here's what you should do. Call the DA right now. If the trial's going on, they'll be interested in it. Call the DA. Talk to the prosecutor. Offer him or her the photographs, and if the DA decides, that decides they're useful and he wants the jury to see them, he will um, talk to the judge and do it, but don't do it on your own, okay? Okay. Really. Call the DA immediately. I applaud you for helping, but um, you've got to do it that way. You don't get to decide. The judge does.
1: Okay. All right? Likewise, I'm, I appreciate being able to call you. Thank you so much.
0: Any time. Paul in San Jose, how come you're calling a lawyer, Paul? Well, it's
2: good to hear from you. I've been trying to get hold of you, at least thinking to call you for over a year now. Years ago, I rented a car from Standard Rent-A-Car. I okay. I called Standard Rent-A-Car to return it. And they said, well, you don't have to return it until tomorrow. I said, that, that's fine. I've had it for a month. My, car was, my truck was broken down. I had it for a month. It was time to return it. It was stolen that night out of my driveway. So I called the police department. They came out. They gave me um, um, whatever you call those things, uh, a report.
0: A stolen car report. Yeah,
2: and they gave me a stolen car report. So he checked it. He, he, uh, I had the plate number, so he ran it, and it came back, and it was stolen. It was stolen from standard uh, standard rent-a-car in Los Angeles. Wait, wait,
0: wait. You rented it from... I had already
2: rented it here in San Jose.
0: Wait wait a second. Was the car stolen from you or from standard rent-a-car?
2: It was stolen stolen out of my driveway 14 years ago.
0: Okay, 14 years ago. It was stolen from you. And Mm -hmm. then what happened?
2: Then what happened is that the the police report was, was taken... I then found out the car had been previously stolen before I had rented it. No, it doesn't and,
0: matter. Fourteen years ago. Yeah. What did they, so tell us about getting sued. I want to hear that. Or the money okay. taken out of your bank account. That's relevant. Okay.
2: okay. About a month later, I received a call from an attorney from Standard Rent-A-Car. And he says, you are supposed to appear in court, but we don't want you to come to court because it's just preliminary. I said okay that's fine. I got his I got his name.
0: 14 years account. later.
2: Yeah, my bank account gets hit. It gets cleaned out. I have a joint account with my wife. And then I get a bill for 34,000 $890 90 something. Dollars.
0: So you're telling me that Standard Rent a Car got a judgment. The only way they can take money out of your bank account is if they have a judgment against you. Okay. And you're saying 14 years ago or 13 years ago, Standard Rent a Car got a judgment against you, and now they want, they took three grand and they want another 34000 on that old judgment, right? Correct. Okay.
2: It's, so, a, it's a, a collection collection agency out of fresno california
0: Well, let's let me go through it again the only way the collection agency or anyone can take money out of your bank account mm-hmm. is if you got sued by the rental car company or by their collection agency no not wait wait we wait wait, were wait never notified hold on a sec okay hold on then they had you did get sued you probably didn't know about it we'll go there next but they won the suit and they got a judgment against you then the judgment was going to expire 10 years ago. It's good for 10 years. They have to renew it. Okay. After they learned about your bank account, they had to get a writ of execution and deliver it to the bank. So you got, here's what happened. Two things. Either you got sued and blew it off, which you didn't do, you know, mm-hmm. you threw the papers away, or you got sued and there's a thing called sewer service. You mm-hmm. never was served a document. Some process server threw the papers in the garbage or in the sewer and- Sign something saying, "Yeah, I serve Paul in San Jose." I swear to God. So, okay. you need to get the judgment or whatever these people have against you. Then you need to get the court file, and you're going to have to hire a lawyer to petition the court to overturn the judgment on the basis of lack of jurisdiction. The okay. good—it's going to cost you a few bucks, but not thirty-four grand. You can always challenge a judgment on the basis of lack of jurisdiction there's no statute of limitations here because if there's no jurisdiction the court doesn't have the power to act you got that do you even have a copy of the judgment
2: no i was never given one
0: When that collection agency calls you, you say, I want a copy of the judgment. In the meantime, keep money out of your bank accounts. You got it?
2: Yeah, we've already done that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, get the money out. Get a copy of the judgment. There are ways to do searches to find judgments against you. You may have to check your credit report. It'll be somewhere. Find out where this judgment is. Go talk to a lawyer in that county and do something about it, okay?
2: Okay. Does it make any difference that standard rent-a-car is no longer in business?
0: No, because somebody has the judgment, even if they went bankrupt the judgment. Somebody's got the judgment and can take the money out of your account. Got it? Okay. All righty. You're welcome. Thank you. Lori in Morgan Hill, how come you're calling a lawyer?
3: Hi, Lynn. Thank you for taking my call. I had a situation um, at my work where I work. Um, I'm a renter in a commercial building with other neighbors, parking lot and each morning when I get to work with my two dogs I let them out and walk them before I bring him into my unit and last week a new renter came around the corner driving rather fast so I reached down and, and grabbed my one dog by the collar and as he's coming still fast I'm shaking my hand slow down I'm pointing to my other dog he's coming fast and close yeah the guy
0: almost ran over your dogs
3: yes he got real excited and I guess he was trying to make a point, so...
0: Wait, wait, what's his point?
3: I, I, I Well, as my, his point was they were off-leash, is what he said to me. I got him to pull over, I walked up, and I said, Hey, these are my babies.
0: No, no, wait a second. You've got them off-leash in a parking lot?
3: Yes, correct.
0: Not so smart either, you know, Lori.
3: Well, it's early in the morning. Nobody's at work yet. Um, but I do understand mm-hmm. that now. That kind of brought it to the surface. But it was 7 in the morning. And um, he yelled that there's a leash law. And I said, oh, my God, it's a parking lot. It's private property. We've been renters since 1976. I said, call the police. And he said he would run over my dogs and then call the police. It scared me. It upset me. I took him for his word. And I'm wondering if it's worth making a police report in case I have a problem with this fella.
0: No, I don't think it was a real threat. You know, the guy didn't run over your dog. Um, you were both, he was driving irresponsibly. The cops could say you were acting a little irresponsibly, too. you got to be careful about your dogs, you know. Yes. And, um, yeah, there is a leash law, you know. And if if people are walking around in a parking lot, you might want to have your dogs on a leash. What kind of dogs have you got?
3: Well, this one is a 14-year-old Australian Shepherd and a one-year-old Pomeranian.
0: Yeah, it doesn't sound like they're going to be attacking anybody too no. soon.
3: <laughs> Not at all. Yeah.
0: By the way, had this guy run over your dog, you would have been partially at fault, too. I know you would have felt terrible, but um, be careful about that.
3: That's what I needed to know, Lynn. I appreciate your advice.
0: Thank you. By the way, this points out another thing. I've mentioned this many times on the show. Watch out who you give the finger to, who you shake your fist at. People have short tempers nowadays, I think more so than in the past. Some of them keep guns in their glove box. You give the finger, you shake your fist, you make a rude gesture to somebody. They decide you're crazy and a fight breaks out and might not have been the dogs that got killed, might have been Lori that got hurt really badly. Just tone down the anger. You don't know the lunatic you're dealing with in the other car. David in Tracy, how come you're calling a lawyer?
3: Hey, Len.
4: I'm calling uh, because uh, I had a question about trust law, and uh, my aunt and uncle um, have had a a living trust in place for about the last 20 years. Um, They're in their... Well, my uncle's in his 90s. Now my aunt passed away in February. Um, They got a new lawyer about five years ago, and the first thing he did was, I found out recently, is told them that, that he's their trustee, and as a trustee, he needed to have his name on all of their assets. He, they added him as a owner on the grant deeds to all the houses. They put him on all their bank accounts.
0: Yeah, l- let me go through that. Look, you're thinking this guy ripped off everything, right? Yes. Well, it's not illegal. If it's in a trust, assets held in the trust are titled in the name of the trustee. For example, let's say I'm the trustee of Aunt and Uncle Smith's trust. It would be Len Tillam, trustee, that means like manager, not owner, manage, manager of the Aunt and Uncle Smith Trust. Okay. Um, that is the right way of doing it. I'm not crazy about the lawyer being the trustee. Why couldn't one of the beneficiaries have been the trustee? Well, see, that's
4: the thing is up until that point, my, um, one of my other aunts was the trustee. You mean
0: your yeah. uncle, your, your, um, his daughter, right? uh actually uh, n- a niece uh, yeah I-, I like family members doing it unless he you know your your this is your great uncle yes unless he's got some problems with the niece or something um really the issue is whether or not the lawyer should be the trustee and whether or not the lawyer is somehow up to no good well, your uncle a- how, how how old is your uncle uh
4: he's 93 he
0: knows what's going on right
4: he knows. Um, the problem is is that his wife was the one who handled all the finances. He was just the guy who made the money. She's the one who He can terrible. probably
0: change it. He's still alive. It depends on the kind of trust. Have your um, aunt or his niece, whoever it is, talk to him. I'm not crazy about the lawyer being the trustee, especially when you've got family members who can do it. Talk to the uncle. See what's going on. Well good one today, huh? You like those stories. You keep coming back for more. Thank you very much. You can send me an email. We answer lots of emails. Whole staff does it. I work with four other lawyers. There's David Brown. Arden Kwan does Medi-Cal. Audrey Audrey Gerard does personal injury. Rosie McNichol does estate tax and uh, trusts. Those questions, we'd love to answer them for you. We can knock out those answers easily. Len at com. If you've been injured in an accident, significant injuries, call the office, 800-996-4505. Jim Gagan, Audrey Girard will talk to you. Their staff will talk to you. We'll help you evaluate the case. Jim Gagan has gotten multimillion-dollar recoveries, has tried many cases, and has been voted super lawyer. Can't do, Just do so well with him. You've got a legal problem. Let us know about it. See you tomorrow.